Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Happy birthday, dear Atari. Happy birthday to you. This past week, Atari turned 50. 50 years old on June 27th. Nolan Bushnell used his fascination of carnival gaming habits and technology to create what is arguably the most popular pastime of today, which is video games. Atari's history is interesting to follow. It's gone from Pong to the arcade games to the home console market to the 2600 Uh, After the 2600 had run its course, Bushnell was eventually kind of forced out of his company that he created. Over time, the culture of Atari changed. They lost some programmers back in the day uh, who left to create Activision to make the game Pitfall and other popular games, which is a good thing. It was good for the industry. But then that led to a lack of quality control on games which is a bad thing because ultimately that leads to the crash of the industry that wouldn't really be revived until the Nintendo Entertainment System. Atari would ultimately have a wide variety of releases from the 400 to the 800 to the different computers that were available. Uh, There was the Atari 5200, there was the Atari ST, there was the Atari 7800, there was the Lynx, there was the Jaguar, there's the variety of plug-and-plays that you can hook up to your TV and play with the built-in controller. And the most recent console that they created within the last year, uh, the Atari VCS. I thought it'd be kind of fun for a tribute to Atari's 50th birthday to list what I think the top 10 best games for the Atari 2600, or for what I think they are. Have I played all the games? No. I played a lot of them. It was my first console that I had ever. So a lot of games that have some fond memories with, and we'll see what you think of my top 10 list. This is in no particular order. I couldn't narrow it down to what I think the best one was, but these are top 10 games. First one on my list, Adventure. Super fun game. First game of its its type, really, where you take the hero, you go around, you got to slay the dragons, you got to find the key, you got to return this stolen ore back to a to a palace to save the world basically fun game to play a lot of difficulty levels uh and and random occurrences that can happen that can ruin your game for it second game on the list i have is berserk who doesn't like a top-down shooter you're destroying robots you go through different rooms and see what ultimately the highest score that you can get next one i have is kind of a two-for-one special I do have Space Invaders on here because Space Invaders was like one of the big games of Atari. 
that it was able to take something from the arcade and actually had it represented in its home console with the limited technology pretty well. The way that Space Invaders was programmed worked perfectly for what the Atari 2600 was capable of doing. Um, so it is a very popular game and probably is one of the games that had the closest to its arcade counterparts experience. What I think is a better game, Mega Mania. Similar to Space Invaders, but you have endless waves of enemies that are like hamburgers and all the all these different kind of things. It's uh, Mega Mania, I think. You got to check out Mega Mania if you haven't played that before. Next one I have a little bit under the radar, I guess, a little bit. Um, a lot of people I've talked to have not played this game, but... I, I thought it was a popular game, but I guess it wasn't. It's Hero, but it's spelled like H.E.R.O. So it's like separated by, by a period in between each letter. You're a character that has a helicopter pack. Not even a jet pack. It's a helicopter pack. Uh, you can shoot lasers. You can set dynamite. And you have to defeat enemies and... Um, get rid of barricades so that you can get to people who are trapped in these underground caves. And I thought Hero was a pretty cool game back in the day. And so if you haven't heard of that one and and you have the means to play any of these games, I would check out Hero. Another one here that I think goes good with the arcade style, Pole Position. Again, for what the Atari 2600 could do to have this race game uh, where you go through and see how how far you can get or how fast you can go. Pole Position is a, a great racing game uh, that did a great job with the graphics and animations for that time. Next one on my list, Yars Revenge. You're the fly going around trying to take out the enemy, seeing how many levels you can get through, what high score you can get. I was a big fan of Yars Revenge. Another fun game, multiplayer uh, combat you got tanks, you got planes, you got jets, and you either drive around or you fly around and shoot at the enemy or at the person who you're playing against uh, when you have local online games back in the day. Pretty fun to play. Uh, the box art for it said 27 games included, but you know where they say like, oh, here's one where it's one tank versus one tank. And another mode might be where you control two tanks or you control two planes that are flying right next to each other. So a little bit misleading in the box art for back in the day, but it was pretty fun. And there was some fun modes where like the bullets would bounce off obstacles and you're just trying to take out the enemy. Kind of a fun game. Next one I have, speaking of um, Activision and Pitfall earlier, even though... You know, this was kind of a game created after a nasty fallout with Atari, but it was made for the 2600, so I'm still going to include it on my list. Pitfall. Side platform, jumping over alligators, jumping over snakes, swinging on vines. Uh, another testament to what the programmers of that time were able to use with their coding skills, uh, making a game that the Atari was not designed to be able to handle and they found a way to get it done and pitfall 
super fun to play, uh, to pick up and play and see how far you can get, how many points you can get if you can get to the end before your 20 minutes or whatever runs up. I think it was 20 minutes. All right, next game. Another two-player game, Joust. You run around, you're on a, I don't know, some kind of an ostrich, like a large flying ostrich and some other kind of bird. And you try to land on the head of your opponents and to take them out. Uh, different creatures appear. And I loved playing Joust back in the day. And then final game on my list. I know you're going to hate on it. E.T. E.T. was not a bad game. E.T. was a great Atari game. It's fun to play. And the more I think about it, the video game of E.T. is like Stranger Things. Sometimes you're just walking around and you appear in this thing in the ground and you have to find your way out. The more I watch the uh, latest series of Stranger Things and I watch and I think of that E.T. video game, ties in pretty well. And if you haven't ever played it, read the instructions and then play it. It's actually a fun game to, and crazy little nuances, but fun to play and is very easy to figure out how to beat. Uh, so yeah, those are the games. Now, for those of you who might be kind of thinking, yeah, I forgot about some of these games with Atari. I'd like to play with some of those. Uh, there's the Atari 50, the anniversary celebration that releases in the winter of 2022, just around the corner. And it includes 90 games from the 2600, from the 5200, from the 7800, uh, from the Atari ST, which was like a computer, uh, from the Atari Jaguar and the Lynx. Some things that I thought were cool that I mentioned or that I read about as I was looking through the information about it. There was the old Sword Quest series that was supposed to be a four-game series. And they had three games that were released where you could, you know, figure out the final mystery of this Sword Quest world. And there was Earth World that was released. There was Fire World that was released. There was Water World that was released. But they never released the final game until now. So you'll be able to, this winter, be able to play Air World, the final game of the series, which will be playable. thought that was kind of cool, and I think there will be some people uh, that are excited to play that and to finish that series just for something to do all these years later. Uh, there was a game called like Haunted House, Haunted Mansion. No, I can't remember. I think it was Haunted House. Uh, back in the day for uh, Atari. And there is a game called Haunted Houses that is a sequel to the game. It gets a modern 3D sequel even with it. So some kind of modernized graphics with it to update it. I'm curious to see what that looks like and to learn a little bit more about it. We'll see. Uh, another game on there, obviously it includes Yar's Revenge. But something I thought would be kind of cool is that they made a version of Yars Revenge that has some reimagined like graphic interpretations of it, just with modern graphic updates, I guess. And at any time you can switch between the classic visuals and the updated graphic look. So that would be kind of neat to see. I'm excited that anytime it has that with the updated graphics, some people get a little skittish about it 
but I think where at any time you can go back to the original, uh, that means that the gameplay is going to be the same and, and it should be fun to play and to try that out. In other Atari gaming news, not really news, this has been out for a little while, but something I think that's worth mentioning, a website called Atari Quest. This is in the spirit of Ready Player One. Uh, the site is at atariquest.blogspot.com. You can follow the person who created it on Twitter, at Missile Melvin. And just as James Holiday has the Gunters searching for the three eggs, uh, trying, to, trying to get the total command of that virtual reality that they had in Ready Player One. Uh, this gentleman is challenging anyone out there who sees himself as the greatest retro gamer, particularly in the Atari. Uh, you follow through the website, which kind of narrates as, a, as an adventure game. And then by reading through this, it puts you in several of these Atari 2600 games. Like you find your way into these games. And then he gives you some challenges that you have to accomplish on each of those Atari 2600 games. So you play the games. Uh, you can play them on the original console. You can play them in the all-in-one systems or you know any of those Atari flashback classic type of consoles. You can play it on an emulator. Uh, however that you can get that game played. Uh, but then when you achieve that you just provide a screenshot or a video of it and you send it to the link on the website and then on that website he'll keep track manually of your points and will update his leaderboard i think it's pretty cool it's a lot of extra work on his part you know but it's just him being passionate about uh some games that a lot of us grew up with when when we were little and is kind of a fun way to see how other people are doing and to play games in some in some different ways than you probably originally tried for on the 2600. If you're interested in the history of Atari, the History Channel has a series called Game Changers and if you go on to Amazon, you can you can purchase like individual episodes. One of the episodes is called Inside the Video Game Wars. And it is very heavy, especially early on, about uh, the history of Atari. And that's it's a really good uh, episode to watch. Interesting to see just the culture of Atari and how it was very forward-thinking in those days. Right now, we kind of think of what it would be like to work at Google or Facebook or some of these um, you know, big technology companies. And Atari was doing a lot of these things before, you know, where uh, you didn't get a front row parking spot if you were an executive. Whoever showed up earliest got to have the front parking spots. Um, you know, just kind of things like that and the, the different kind of open culture that they had there um, is neat to see. Uh, and, you know, just kind of the how that company got started and how it grew very quickly and then ultimately the fall of it. But then you see how other companies learn from those mistakes like Nintendo and Sega and Sony and all of that. So check that out, uh, Video Game Wars on History Channel's Game Changers. 
Also, for just a fun reading material, there's a book out there. It's a hardcover book called Art of Atari by Tim Lapitino. And I think I've actually referenced that book in in a previous episode or two of of Cashall. But has box art and game art and instruction manual cover art and just all this art that inspired the games of the Atari 2600. Really cool to see, you know, just the uh, designs that they use in the art style with, with all the games because that was how you got people interested in the game. And the graphics at the time weren't great. But you could create this inspirational concept art on a box of a game that puts that image in your mind. So when you're playing those old games, that's kind of what you're seeing. And it's fun to see. So, again, happy birthday, Atari. A lot of cool memories. A lot of fun games. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter, at Code Peterson.